Welcome to the Steam Boston Podcast. My name is Wilma, the CEO and co-founder of Steam Boston. Steam Boston is a digital media website that inspires and empowers students and professionals that are in the science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics field by providing career advice and stories. In this episode, we're going to be featuring Bogahe. Mugai is a current student at Warmer Institute of Technology in Boston, majoring in computer information systems. Mugai talks about his startup called Medley Music, which was funded by Warmer Accelerate, which is the Entrepreneurship and Innovation Center. Mugai also talks about hack diversity and talks about diversity in the workplace and why diversity is really important. Stay tuned to learn more about Mugai's story. Tell us a little about yourself. So I'm currently a senior at Wentworth. I'm studying computer information systems. I'm also currently co-oping at Invance. Uh, I'm an inter- IT infrastructure engineer. I'm very interested in the IT field and want to pursue that further once I graduate. Um, my first semester at Wentworth, uh, my Bertrand and I actually entered Accelerate. Um, we came up with an idea. It was pretty much uh, we wanted to improve the way music was being played and gatherings, social gatherings, and we ended up with Medley. And we launched that in fall 2016. Uh, we got seed funding from Accelerate, and we've been working on that ever since. Um, we're planning on hopefully releasing that within the App Store in the next couple of months. And as well as that, I'm working on another uh, business slash application, but more news to come from that later. So what got you interested in computer information systems? Uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I was undecided for the most part. I wasn't sure what I really wanted to do or what I wanted to pursue. Um, Most people around me kind of had that figured out but I was kind of struggling to figure that out myself. So I, my freshman year, I took some general classes as well as gen eds, try to figure out you know, what field my, I, I might be interested in. You know, I knew that I liked computers, uh, I liked entertainment, and I also wanted to learn more about business and how businesses were started. So ultimately, which is weird, I went into engineering because I felt like you know, I like computers. I would love to understand how things work in mechanical sense, as well as just how different structures are created. So I went into that. Um, I realized pretty quickly that I didn't enjoy it as much. I wasn't really that good at physics or and I didn't really enjoy biochemistry. So after taking statics, I switched at the end of the year into computer information systems. Um, it had business, it incorporated uh, programming, which I was wanted to learn. And then it had um, computer networking courses. And I knew that I was interested in those three, but I didn't know what specifically. So it was like the perfect major for someone who's kind of undecided. Where do you really uh, see yourself in one to two years with this computer information systems degree? I think uh, that I definitely see myself working within the IT field one. The second thing is I will continuously want to pursue Medley. I feel like it's going to be a very great application once it comes out. Uh, We haven't really seen anything like it in the market yet, so I'm very excited to release that and get some feedback from everyone else. Uh, We're going to start prototyping and testing soon once uh, the code gets cleaned up a little bit, and then we'll go from there. I really think that Medley, along with this other application we're working on, are two great things that can, one, definitely help people, uh, especially young people, and two, 
something that is going to be interesting for people to see and use. Tell the audience what Medley really is. So Medley is essentially a mobile jukebox. Um, you can play, you can request songs and play songs, and it's done through two different interfaces. The first interface is for users. Pretty much what they'll do is they'll go in, um, they'll enter a code for whatever party, the keyword party or whatever setting, uh, name or title it is, and then they'll be able to search for a song and send that song request. So that song request will go to our second side of the interface, the host interface, which is forever, whoever is holding that party, who's ever, you know, the leader of that store or who's ever in charge of music or audio for whatever event is going on. Um, pretty much they'll receive all the song requests and uh, populate a live queue or live playlist and it'll continue to receive songs throughout the night and play those. Um, some of the features we've added are basic features and they allow kind of to pause, play, go backwards, go forward. And then also some other features that we're thinking about incorporating in the future. Um, one of them is voting, which is gonna be vital. You'll be able to vote on a song 30 minutes before it plays. And then based off that tally, the song will either be skipped or it'll be played right away rather than finishing the current song. And then the other thing is being able to pretty much you'll be able to shut off your phone uh, use it in whatever way you want and the queue will pretty much be able to manage itself so you did tell me that you were a hack diversity fellow um, tell the audience what hack diversity is and um, where do you see this where do you see hack diversity heading in the few years hack diversity is pretty much a program that was created by a couple of New England venture capitalists uh, they wanted to help minimize and get rid of the gap between um, minorities in the professional setting and mon the job disparity that many of these companies had where they couldn't fill these job positions. So the main purpose is to help provide workshops and internships for minority and underrepresented students and be able to kind of get them into the professional work environment to not only help fill the positions that these companies are looking to fill, but also give them opportunities to find work and be successful within their careers. I think in the next couple of years, it'll, it's gonna blow up. There are, the, at the exception, there was eight companies. Last year, there was 16. Now there's about 22 to 23 companies. Um, there are many more companies, I feel like, just in the Boston area that are lacking diversity and are looking to fill those roles. So I think in the next two years, more and more people are gonna be reaching out and more companies are gonna be looking to them to help them fill their positions. So I think it's going in the right direction. It'll be going to a good place. In the the same space, what are your thoughts about um, diversity in the workplace? I guess outside of my opinion, I feel like it's important. Uh, their statistics show pretty much that people who are work areas and work environments to have a diverse set of people, um, whether it's females, males, peoples from different area around the world, um, them working together, each person has a different viewpoint and different perspective of how things can be done or a task can be accomplished. So I feel like putting those minds together helps create or spark that creativity where they can figure out ways to come up with solutions that are not only beneficial then, but are scalable. So I think diversity is very important. In my opinion, I feel like it's very necessary because most of the time we get so focused on on one specific perspective, we kind of have tunnel vision and that can kind of limit 
the success as well as the opportunities down the road for companies and for people working in the field in general. So I think it's necessary and it's important and we need more of it. What, what extracurricular activities are you involved in at Wentworth? I am part of NSBE, uh, which is the National Society of Black Engineers. There's also another group that kind of focuses on minority engineers, bringing them together. There's a professional chapter in Boston as well, and different chapters throughout the U.S. And its goal is kind of the same as Hack Diversities, to have more um, underrepresented minorities within the professional work environment, and also minimize that gap of job disparity that's currently going on. I'm also part of MBK, uh, which is My Brother's Keeper. It's an initiative started by Barack Obama in 2014, but it's to kind of help, uh, again, minority students and, and men within kind of the college and professional atmosphere to kind of help them navigate those workplaces, um, create a community of you know similar people where they can kind of reach out to for support or mentoring and kind of help them navigate the spaces within, you know, schooling and ultimately working career. I also uh, break dance in my part time. I've been doing it for like two and a half years now. Uh, I really enjoy it. It was something that I kind of started when I got to Wentworth and I'm happy I did. Uh, it helped me get through schooling, but it's also something I found that I love and I was able to find a community of people just like myself. Break dancing is a beautiful art. Do you have any plans on mixing technology into it? So I haven't really thought in that far about it. I definitely want to continue to improve. I think that I can help improve the break dancing as well as like the dancing community in general. I feel like a lot of the resources we have now and a lot of the work that's being done is to kind of help generate more awareness, but also make it more relevant. Cause I feel like people kind of get the wrong idea about it and the wrong, I guess the wrong impressions. Um, break dancing is kind of, for those that don't know, it's one of the four elements of hip hop along with graffitiing, DJing, and I'm seeing, which is a master of ceremony and then DJs disc jockey. Um, because of that, you know, hip hop tends to kind of have a negative view from everyone else. They assume it's just um, minorities or black people you know they're being you know they're doing drugs um they're involved with a lot of stuff on the street and part of that is true um hip-hop itself started out on the streets as kind of a way for those people who were living in poverty and minority areas in new york to kind of get away from that escape from it and find something that they can call theirs um now i feel like it's about that more it's about kind of maintaining that community and teaching people the essence of what it is, what the culture means, but also in itself, it's about helping people kind of navigate their past through life and be able to like rely on other people 
who have similar, you know, past or have felt or experienced similar things or just been in different adverse scenarios. Um, I feel like technology is being incorporated into it slowly. Um, currently right now, they're just videographers. There are people who do different lighting elements, which is also an art in itself. And they're using technology to improve the way they throw events, but also improve the way that they're reaching out to different people who are interested in it. I feel like technology could be a very big plus and not only generating more awareness, but kind of getting rid of that negative um, thought, that negative atmosphere that's surrounded by it and that negative view. So for students that are thinking about entering the STEM or STEAM fields, um, what advice do you have for them? Um, what if um, they never seen a role model before? So, so what advice? I guess I want to address imposter syndrome. I feel like many people who aren't aware of or like who are new to kind of the STEM field or STEAM field, they're not sure what to think about it and they're not sure what to do. I feel like um, doing some research is important. When I was kind of deciding whether what I wanted to do, what I wanted to pursue, I had no idea. I entered college having no idea. And that's kind of dangerous, um, not only for your wallet, but also kind of you being lost and not, you know, but you have to continuously figure it out quickly. So there's kind of like a time limit for me. What I did was I asked a lot of questions, um, whether it was from professors or people who I asked about, you know, I tried to find out where those professors were, where those people that I could talk to were, and then I reached out to them, and then I had those conversations. I also just kind of took courses that I felt interested in, but didn't know if I wanted to pursue, to kind of figure that out. I think the best thing to do is to get your hands wet, you know, the best way to learn about something is just to do it and try it. And if you figure out you don't like it, that's perfect because that's one less thing you can kind of like check off your list. I think the there's kind of also this um, this just like stereotype about it. I feel like people think that they have to be smart in the sciences, they have to know math well, or they have to know computers and they don't know it at all. Um, I'll, the nice thing about the STEM and STEAM fields is a lot of the things that are apl applicable now, and especially in the professional work environment, you can teach yourself. Um, and it doesn't have to be something specific. I think just getting your feet wet and finding something you like whether it's a small part of it that can kind of jumpstart your adventure and open up the doors for you for sure all right so let's jump into the fun questions um so what's your favorite place in boston that's a tough question i want to say i like i like cambridge mit area a lot um because of the architecture um, I really enjoy art. I like taking photos and I also like um, different sceneries. So that whole area is very nice for me because there's graffiti throughout the area. Um, there's like some torn down buildings, some railroad tracks that are not used anymore. They have different art around them, but also kind of the buildings and structures. They're all created in different ways. And I feel like the architecture in the city is really nice. And that kind of exemplifies it. What's your favorite food? <laughs> I love food so much that it's hard for me to answer that question. I think my the most enjoyable type of cuisine I've had so far is probably gonna be Middle Eastern food. 
uh, I was born and part of my childhood was spent in the Middle East. So I guess I'm biased to that. But after trying out different types of food, I definitely want to say that it's just it's just the best for me. So do you have any uh, wise words of wisdom that you want to give out to the Steam Boston community? I kind of spoke about it before, but not knowing what you do want to do or not knowing, I feel like it's very important. Um, I heard a saying somewhere, I'm not sure who it's from, but they said what's worse than not knowing anything is thinking you know everything. So I feel like being in a space where you don't know anything at all is, is really, it's an opportunity. I feel like it's a positive because you're forced to kind of learn about multiple things and in that sense you're able to figure yourself out and I feel like once you get to that point you kind of know yourself and learn more about yourself you're able to kind of tackle the different challenges and obstacles you'll face going forward. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Steam Boston podcast. Visit steamboston.com to read more career advice and stories of students and professionals in the STEAM field. Give us a follow on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Once again, thank you for listening to the STEAM Boston podcast and welcome to the STEAM Boston community. Thank you for listening to the STEAM Boston podcast and here are some messages from our viewers. Hey, Steam Boston, this is your girl, Angie Ray. I just want to say that that was a great interview with um, the young lady about Black Tech Twitter. Uh, I really appreciated it. And I just want to say that was great. Keep up the good work. And I want to hear more like that. All right. Bye.